0: To be a masterpiece and to be a work in progress at I think the same time, that's the art of falling in love with other. I, I realize that sometimes the only one I can put the pieces back together is yourself. With love and laughter. Hey besties, welcome back to I Missed Me. My name is Mafia Ansures. I am your host and I am so happy and so grateful that you're here. I am extremely excited today because I have another very, very special guest. Kami Sofia is joining me today, host from With Intention Podcast. We just had such a good conversation where we're going to talk about topics that I think are going to be very helpful for you guys. So without further ado, welcome Kami Sofia to I Missed Me. Kami Sofia, welcome to I Missed Me. I am so excited to have you on today. Um, if you can just give us a little introduction or background about yourself, so that
1: people who listen to "I Missed Me" get to know you as well. Um, so I'm a Instagram TikTok content creator. I create content around Pilates, wellness, self care, just feeling good in your own skin about like yourself. Um, I have a range of journals that I sell. So I've got different planners, um, and then I have a Pilates Princess workout plan, um. I just, I have a podcast as well. <laughs> that's, um, and then I'm a student praying for it to be finished very soon. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: Um, I want to start off by our first question, which is on your podcast, you talk about romanticizing your life. What is your definition of romanticizing your life and how do you romanticize your life and how has your life changed after you started doing it? And why do you think it's so important and what tips can you give for people that want to like start romanticizing their life or like waking up happier?
1: Um, I think the reason I started manifesting, not manifesting, romanticizing my life was purely because life can get really boring and it can get a bit dull. It can get a bit same old, especially if you're maybe in a nine to five job and, and your days look pretty similar. A way to romanticize it could be you know going on pinterest looking at cute stuff and making you motivated like i'm a uni student obviously sometimes i am not motivated i do not want to go and study or do any kind of work sometimes i really don't but you know when you need to so i think romanticizing it kind of gives you the like little push of motivation you need um for me recording what i'm doing as well so whether that's cleaning my house cleaning my room um doing my morning routine my night routine whatever it is if I'm recording it I feel like I hold myself a bit more accountable and I feel like I'm a lot more productive so I think romanticizing your life is obviously making day-to-day things more fun being grateful for the things you get to do day-to-day I think it definitely helps with gratitude thinking oh my gosh like I'm gonna romanticize doing the makeup that I do literally every single day but I'm so lucky because I've got the opportunity to be able to actually have time to sit down and take time to do my makeup and enjoy myself and you know doing your makeup is a form of self-care so I just think that's why romanticizing your life is so important just make sure you're appreciating the days because they go really really quick as well.
0: (laughs) I love that you mentioned gratitude because it's about like like romanticizing your life ultimately for me means I get to do this Uh instead of I have to you know like and sometimes like we have to do things that we don't necessarily want to do but if you realize that you get to do those things and there's people all around the world like struggling because they can't do what you get to do and then you just feel grateful for it your life is going to be so much
1: happier yeah, completely
0: um mm-hmm. on your podcast you talk about staying independent while also being in a relationship are you in our relationship right now are you currently in our relationship yes okay <laughs> were you always independent in the relationship or did you have to learn how to be like independent and how do you discover independence while being with someone else like how do you maintain yourself independent and how much has this changed your relationship for the better
1: um well I think in my previous relationship I was very dependent I was very like I can't have fun without him like I can't do anything without him um and that was a very messy, messy situation Mm -hmm. and then I was kind of so independent after that. I was very happy by myself, like doing my own thing. Um, and then I met my current boyfriend um in a club and I actually went over to him and used <laughs> my best pick up line. Anyway, so um then he went to university after we were together for about four months, I think. So we do long distance and that's definitely been a push to kind of allow me to be independent. But now, even when he moves back after uni or, you know, even if we moved in together, I can genuinely say I would still stay independent. I wouldn't depend on him. Like, I know a lot of girls that, you know, have a boyfriend and ditch their friends completely for their boyfriends. And I like that. It's not a vibe. We put our friends first. And I think being an independent in a relationship is kind of, you know, loving yourself, loving spending time with yourself. And I say it a lot on my podcast, it's about, like, you love yourself so much there are no holes or gaps left to fill so then when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend um, or a partner they're not coming in for extra validation or to fill the gaps because you get bored by yourself or you don't like spending time by yourself mm-hmm. it's for extra happiness and because you enjoy spending time with that person I just think independence it's the best thing ever for a relationship genuinely absence makes the heart grow fonder mm-hmm. and i being independent as well is probably one of the most attractive things like I know for me I would not be going out with someone if they're like a mummy's boy do you know what I mean like there's no independence there so you want someone that's independent they can look after themselves and you know like you grow together Mm -hmm. but you're not dependent on each other
0: exactly and like what are some tips that you can share about like things that you've done um, to stay independent in a relationship
1: have boundaries so whether like I think everyone is different like one of my friends she sees her boyfriend once a week one of my friends sees her boyfriend probably four or five times a week but she's still very independent and when I say that I mean she still prioritizes time by herself and she goes out for coffees by herself takes herself out for lunch um and still makes plans with her friends and you know I think they're really easy little things that you can do like even just going food shopping by yourself just having that time in public I think is key being by yourself Mm -hmm. but I just honestly I think it's the best thing you could possibly do for your relationship is being independent because you know too much of a good thing is not always good is what I would say so you know independence helps a lot and you can
0: I always talk about independence like whether I'm in a relationship because i i was in a relationship and lost like my independence completely and i was super codependent and then when he left it was a whole healing process of like getting to know myself all over again because i didn't know who i was like i was i was only me when i was with him you know yeah. and, and that's what a lot of like that's a very big mistake a lot of people make when they get into relationships and then the healing process is is way harder and way longer so i mean independence is like you said super important and you can only control how you feel and how you act not how another person feels so if like yeah. let's say like tomorrow your boyfriend decides to like leave for some reason or decides to like end things for like whatever reason <laughs> not, <you> know, <laughs> it doesn't happen you know but you still have yourself and you 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 still have like your own life like build up because like you said you're independent that's not gonna happen <laughs> I'm just <laughs>
1: no I completely understand honestly independence is the key to happiness I'm not even joking because the thing is when people are in your life it's for extra fun but you can still have fun by yourself mm-hmm. you still enjoy the ride by yourself and you're still yourself by yourself exactly. you don't need someone else to come into the equation for you to be able to be yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and feel full
0: mm-hmm. I love that um there's a big difference between loneliness and solitude and I love that you talk about it on your podcast because I always say it (laughs) too as well um and you talk about solitude a lot of people struggle with feeling lonely when they are alone and how can we turn loneliness into solitude how can we become our best friends and what steps do we need to take in order to fall in love with ourselves and how has that self-love journey been
1: for you um Oh, gosh. So I talk a lot about, like, there's an episode that I've spoken about that goes into, like, big detail, on it's, like, 45 minutes. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that to you. Now. It's called Alone But Not Lonely. And it's kind of just – it gives you the steps of what you could do. So, you know, it's quite a big step forward, but you could take yourself to a restaurant, go for lunch by yourself, bring a book or, you know, people watch. But one thing I do find is when people are alone, especially in public, we all go to go on our phones. We don't want to look like we just stood there, just looking about. You know, people go on their phones as like a form of comfort. But I think when you're really trying to focus on not being lonely, just enjoying time by yourself and time alone, try to get away from your phone because otherwise, you know, there's always something on your phone that you can watch. Mm-hmm. There's always on your phone that you can talk to, so you're not really spending time alone. You're just mm-hmm. talking to your friends on the phone instead. So. Ways for me that I I loved was walk, like walking to the park that's literally up the road from where I live um, and just bringing a book, reading a chapter in the morning or in the afternoon just to, you know, get the sunshine, on my face <laughs> and even that I just felt good, I felt energised, I spent time by myself, I got fresh air I really enjoyed it. I think there's a lot of stigma, I think, with being by yourself, you know, not ha- say like you don't have many friends for whatever reason that is, you know just because you're by yourself it really does not mean you're lonely it really really doesn't like whether that is watching your favorite comfort show reading a book making a meal from scratch you've never made before without a recipe book and just hoping it turns out okay um there's so many ways you can do it but honestly I think romanticizing it is just key I think romanticizing is just the key to happiness in even the little things in life like spending time alone
0: mm-hmm how did that like self-love journey started for you like were you always that confident or did you always know that you had to be your best friend or that something had to happen for you to start that journey? Um,
1: I think I've always been quite a confident person but obviously I feel like everyone has their ups and downs okay. and like down ways. I think it's really important as well through social media to remember that like not everything you see is true so like you know the days that I have they're going to be down days as well mm-hmm. but I just think oh I just think even though i hey besties
0: I am so sorry to interrupt you but I have to share this with you guys because if you are someone who's trying to learn a new language then Rosetta Stone is definitely for you One of my biggest New Year's resolutions is definitely to learn a new language. I speak Spanish, I speak English, and I want to learn a new language in 2024. And that is why I am extremely, extremely excited that I found Rosetta Stone. So besties, if you're someone who wants to learn a new language because you have an upcoming international trip or because you want a way to connect with your family or with new friends or understand certain pop culture or just to learn a new skill or hobby, then you need Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages to offer. It immerses you in many ways, which makes learning a new language so much, so much easier. Don't put up learning that language because there is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, iMistme's listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life redeem your 50% off at RosettaStone.com slash today thank you so much Rosetta Stone for sponsoring today's episode besties I would have never imagined having and owning a business until i found shopify i've told you the story before when i was 17 i decided to start my clothing brand and i was only able to make it because i found shopify seriously besties selling and having an online store is so easy just because of shopify shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person pos system wherever and wherever whatever you're selling. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Besties, seriously, I could not recommend Shopify more. I would have never imagined having the business that I have. You guys know that I sell hoodies. It's called I Miss Me Project now, but it's all because of shopify it is so easy to use and i am someone who's really really bad with technology believe it or not so i love shopify it's just super easy to use so easy to design to sell and to ship Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mafiansudis. All lowercase, go to shopify.com slash now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, besties at shopify.com slash and sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify. Besties, who is a fan of cowboy boots like me? Tecovas is my new favorite boot brand because they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage bootmaking. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort style and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time honored individual steps. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, beyond Mexico. Tecovas is western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples. Besties, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tecovas. You will see, they will become your new favorite footwear. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable western goods right to your door. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Again, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S to get your new pair of cowboy boots. Thank you so much, Tacovas, for sponsoring today's episode.
1: I'm quite naturally confident. I think making sure that you're putting yourself in positions that you're uncomfortable with also helps you grow, also helps you size. also helps you enjoy time alone. Um, yeah. I think yeah so I think start your self-love journey I think well for me something just clicked in my head I don't know how to explain it something just clicked where I went oh my gosh why am I embarrassed by being by myself why am I caring about what those girls think of me they're not like they're probably not my friends and I think something also I realized when I was probably about 16 which I think is about the age where girls kind of go from Mm -hmm. like gossipy bitchy behavior (laughs) like a bit more maturely kind of you're in that transition um is that you know if that girl's bitching about her friend to you she's probably bitching about you to her friend yes you know (laughs) so it's like there's kind of got to be a decision like especially with your self-love journey you are who you surround yourself with and you can't expect to heal in the environment that made you sick as well um but yeah I just think make sure you're surrounding because part of your self-love journey is what you surround yourself with so if you're not surrounding yourself with people that make you feel good about yourself when you leave like when you leave the situation so make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that aren't just always gossiping always complaining you're surrounding yourself with people that you know they're confident they're talking about their goals their aspirations their Saying to you, oh well, why didn't you do that? You'd be really good at that, and pushing you to be a better person. I think that's definitely part of your self love journey. So obviously, when you spend time by yourself, obviously that helps you as well. Make sure that when you are spending time with other people, make sure they're uplifting you as well, because it's all it all it's all different ingredients into this yummy cake, which is you and your self love journey.
0: <laughs> and I want to like highlight that because a lot of people don't talk about like the importance of the people that they surround themselves with. Like when it comes to self-love and they always talk about like the self and like working on self-concept and whatever, but like the people that you surround yourselves with are super important because you can be lifting yourself up, but if you have people like pulling you down, then, you know, like you're not really growing. So you have to surround yourself with with people that want to grow as much as you want to grow as well so that like you can complement each other and you feel supported and you feel related to and understood so I love that you you mentioned that um let's talk about becoming her quote unquote her because you (laughs) you talk about it on your podcast as well what is your definition of again her or what does becoming the it girl mean to you and what steps did you take to feel like again quote unquote I like to put quote unquote her because it's ultimately like the highest version of yourself and from my perspective and what do you think is key to work on in order to become the it girl
1: um okay so becoming her is just mm-hmm. like what just becoming the best version of yourself you can possibly be it's not you know like looking at a picture of a girl on social media and go, yeah, I'm going to be her now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly. how I want uh-huh. You're going to look at yourself. You're going to look at, like, these are the kind of steps you take. You look at yourself. You'd look at your strong. Like, do you guys do SWOT analysis where you are? No, I don't. I've never heard of it, but. <laughs> so in the UK, there's this thing called SWOT analysis. So you've got your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities and your threats. So your strengths would be, you know, your strengths or the things you love about yourself. Um, and then your weaknesses would be the things that are letting you down. Um, and then your opportunities could be the things that are coming up. So maybe an opportunity would be to apply for college or you know, apply for a competition or you know, different opportunities, whatever you see fit, or I don't know, you you have the opportunity to go to the gym because you pay for this membership. Mm-hmm. And then weakness is that even though you pay for this gym membership you don't go to a gym mm-hmm. um, and then your threats the kind of time with the weaknesses but you get what I mean you kind of do almost a self-evaluation self-evalu- of your strengths your weaknesses and where you want to improve and you kind of do it in a strategy way so this for me I think this is a form of manifestation mm-hmm. because like every month I write down the goals I want to complete and the things I did last month which weren't necessarily great that I could definitely work on. Um, so I remember in December I was waking up every day at like eleven a.m. And obviously that's still fine, but for what I wanted to do right in the days, especially since I'm coming up to the end of my degree as well, so I'm getting a lot more busy this time of year, I was like, right, let's prepare myself. I'm gonna try and wake up every day at 8 a.m. And then I moved it to seven a.m. and now I'm at a good place where, you know, or then six thirty, whatever it is, because um, it's just you know working out, making a little strategy mm-hmm. step by step of where you are now and where you want to be and the steps you need to take to get there. So whether that is you know your fitness journey whether you're looking for you know to feel good to look good whatever it is or you know maybe your eating habits maybe you're getting takeaways every day okay right let's not have seven not every day every week Mm. let's not that many times let's get it four times a week and then maybe slowly go down to three times a week Mm -hmm. it's about kind of creating these goals that aren't crazy because I think as well becoming her I think is one of the things that people mainly focus on at the end of the year for like new year's resolutions so I'm gonna go to the gym every day mm-hmm. I'm not gonna eat sugar anymore I'm gonna wake up every day at six in the morning um I'm gonna read three books in a month whatever it is and I think the reason that people fail new year's resolutions so quickly is because they're so big and so like harsh I think mm-hmm. so I think of becoming her and like entering your journey to becoming her is taking it just little step by steps it's baby steps your self-love journey is not linear it's not just going to be up 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 there's going to be ups and downs but that is part of becoming the best version of yourself is you know going through maybe the things that you want to work on maybe the things that you're really good at and kind of improve on every aspect of your life until you're satisfied although I promise you now If you're on your self-love journey, you will never be satisfied because you always want what's best for you. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that. And like what you say about like New Year's resolution is so true. And we want to wake up one day, like from one day to another, be a completely different person. Like we want to go to like from 0% to 100% of change, like from one day to another. And then we fail and then we feel super guilty and we're super hard on ourselves of like, I can't change or whatever. But if you're 1% better every single day, then in three months, you're going to be a cult, like new, completely different person. And and people are not like patient enough to wait three months to be a completely different person. But they have to understand that it's a process. And for you not to feel guilty about failing, you have to be patient. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to jump into our last question, which is, what does healing mean to you?
1: Oh, gosh. You can't really... Today, aren't you? <laughs>
0: um, it's too early for this. I know, <laughs> no,
1: it's, <laughs> early for it's two p.m. for me.
0: Oh, right, right.
1: <laughs> um. So, he thinks me. I think it depends what aspect you look at. At like you look at it. So, maybe in relationship aspect for me, my ex was very everything I didn't want (laughs) put it that way Mm -hmm. and I think I took a lot of time to heal from that and understand that things that happen they're not my fault you know um and I think even with friendships if a girl's nasty to you or you know if something bad happens to you it's not your fault it's nothing to do with you it's everything to do with them Mm -hmm. um I think that's part of the healing journey is stop taking on the guilt that isn't yours to take on um yeah I think guilt is definitely part of the healing journey but I think once you get past that step the healing is so much more simple because you understand that even though you can't like you can't control other people's actions you can control how you react to them so maybe in the past if a girl was nasty to you um because I know obviously growing up when girls are nasty that stays with you like it is a lot of it comes with you, and that's something you do have to heal with and like you know get over as you get older if a girl is nasty to you you kind of understand right she's not being nasty to me because I'm actually ugly or I'm actually you know whatever she's saying about me it's because she feels that way about herself she's insecure she's putting me down because that makes her feel better about herself and we feel bad for her because that would just be a horrible mental place to have to be and hopefully one day she'll be able to get past that and you know she'll start her healing journey. But I think once you get past understanding that you cannot control other people's actions, what they do, how they behave, but you can control how you react. So maybe before you would have cried and got upset about this girl being mean to you, and whereas now you're going to go, oh, gosh, I really hope that one day she feels as comfortable in herself as I do in myself. And then, you know, you accept yourself for how you are. You know that, right, She she's just called me, oh, I'm not ugly. What do you mean I'm gorgeous? You no, know really. <laughs> I think once you kind of get that perspective on things, it just, you know, it proves you've got your confidence and you're really on the track of healing. Right. Reacting to situations differently. Yeah. I
0: love that. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for jumping in with me. Thank you so much for for your time. And I am sure that people that listen to I Missed Me adore you as well. I am sure that they listen to With Intention as well. And again... So. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. I will link kami's socials on the on the bio of of this episode. You are amazing. You look so pretty. I love your background. Oh so- <laughs> 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 you have the best day. Thank you so much. you too. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. And that's it for today's episode, besties. I hope you loved it as much as I loved this conversation. Don't forget to follow me on social media at I Miss Me Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Mafia Suarez on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. I promise I'm posting on YouTube soon again. At No Name Project CO on Instagram and TikTok. I have a clothing brand. It's under construction, and I can't wait to tell you everything about No Name very, very soon. But for now, you can start supporting and following our socials at No Name Project CO on both, again, Instagram and TikTok. And I will leave Cami's socials on the description of this episode if you guys want to go follow her as well. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys on Tuesday. With love, Mafe.